0: It's the the M M and S monthly podcast Podcast show for everything everything business business, and entrepreneurship entrepreneurship, and the best best business business tips and secrets with
1: your hosts, Michael and Simon. And today is February's M and S monthly podcast show with Michael and Simon. Today, we are going to be talking about the need for positive thinking. And it's going to fuel us with the energy we need. But in order to get the positive thinking and the energy we need, we need to provide the right space in order for the positive thought and energy to flow. So hello, Simon. And how are you today? Hello, Michael. I'm very well, thank you. The
0: sun is shining today. It looks like a real crisp winter's morning outside my window. So I am full of positive thinking, positive energy. Can't wait to share with you and the listeners our thoughts on that.
1: What does a positive thought process look like for you?
0: Michael, our positive thinking and positive energy is a conscious state that we can put ourselves into. You know, when we're all living in the environment that we are now, where there's so much uh, negativity on the news and there's challenges with the way that we're having to live our life right now. It's easy to, you know, wake in the morning and think, oh, you know, it's a horrible day. It's I'm locked in. I can't do anything. And we have to consciously stop that kind of thinking from happening. We have to consciously Swing our legs out of bed in the morning and say, you know, today I'm alive. I'm alive today. I can actually do something with my life today. Let's just focus on today and have that. You know, we have to tell ourselves to be positive sometimes.
1: That's what I found. That's what I find. But positive thoughts comes with positive outcomes and positive environments. And from day to day experiences, not all our days are positive days. A little bit like one's bank balance. You have positive amounts and sometimes throughout the month you go into overdraft. So isn't it fair to say that when we are waking up in the morning is to accept that some days won't be clear skies and the sun won't be shining. So are you saying to create a positive state of mind, you need to ignore the cloudy days and refocus your mind to be wonderful when it really sometimes isn't? Or is that just an easy cop-out? It's not an easy cop-out because it's not an easy thing to do.
0: But I am saying to do just that. You know, we have these challenges in life, these disappointments, The bank is overdrawn you know we we have we've had a really perhaps the day before was a really bad day Um, i i really like the saying from captain tom uh, you know when he was interviewed on the news about the walk that he did he said that he has this saying that he says every morning when he wakes up today is going to be a better day and it puts him in that frame of mind of expectation So no matter what happened yesterday, whether it was the worst day of his life or the best day of his life, today is going to be a better day. And that's an incredible expectation, don't you think? If you had a terrible day, then of course you want today to be a better day. But if you had the best day of your life yesterday and you're still setting the expectation, I'm going to have an even better day today, that's
1: got to be a better way to live. Without doubt. And like you say, that's a very hard perspective to put on everyday life. But we're talking about positive thinking and energy today. And what I think we must not forget to do is remember that not all day is going to be a fantastic day. But it all comes down to the set of your sail. Accept, be grateful and move on because today will be a supercharged day that potentially will be better than the day before. And that sort of mindset is great to have, but all too often I feel that some people think today's great when they're not feeling it. And when you're not feeling the positive vibes today, I think it's all too easy to kid yourself. I'm having a great positive day, but are you? Are you thinking about the future, the day after today and the next day? Because as you say, Captain Tom, today will be a great day, but remember not all days are going to be great because that's the way it works too.
0: Yeah, that's true but this is the challenge that we have between our subconscious mind and our conscious mind you know there's often a battle going on it's not necessarily out there in the economy it's not out there in covid it's not even in our own household although these these are battles and these can be challenges but the biggest battle is the battle of the mind you know what we tell ourselves how we respond to things you know, I was part of the team that coached the Coxless crew uh, four, four or five years ago. It is now four women who set the most ambitious objective to row across the Pacific Ocean. And they had this saying, this mantra, if you like, of control the controllable. There's no way that they could control the 50 foot waves that they were crashing into in the center of the Pacific or the whales that came right up against the boat that could have tipped them over what they could control was their mindset was what was going on inside the boat they could not control what goes on outside the boat but they could control what goes on inside and that's very true of our mind we have to take control sometimes especially when we're facing the most difficult challenges you know, it it was last week, I think, when I got out of bed in the morning, the first thing I did was stub my toe. Then I tripped over the dog. Then I spilt the tea everywhere. Then I went to turn on my laptop and it wouldn't work and there was no internet. You know, it's and you start saying to yourself, it's going to be one of those days. But at the same time, you have to try and not allow yourself into to get pulled into that negative state because you can control what's going on inside and you you have to be able to step back and say stop hold on a minute i'm not going to allow this to influence the rest of my day you know the next 23 hours i'm not going to allow it to take a breath calm down And um, as Tony Robbins would say, you know, go for a quick run around the block, increase your energy, find a way to change your state by really pumping yourself up or watch a a small video that you've done to yourself of a video of positive affirmation, which both you and I have done. I know it's so helpful sometimes when you're sat there thinking, oh, my toe still hurts just to turn that video on and try to change your state,
1: change my state. And that outlines the point really, really well. On those days you do stub your toe, you drop the T on your laptop moments before you're going to do a Zoom call or for whatever reason, you need to step back and create the space to think rationally and take your mind to a higher level. So let's talk about space, the right space, the changing space to focus on the things that you want opposed to the things that you don't want in your day. I think it's all too easy to prime your state to the wrong way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And when that state shows up, for example, I've stubbed my toe, I've dropped the tea, the internet isn't working. It's so easy for your day to cascade downwards into a negative, spiralling, non-existent way of thinking. So let's talk about the space, the right space, to encourage those right thoughts, those right behaviours, and to really let those positive thoughts blossom. Uh, let's talk about that,
0: because the, gr- the great thing about creating the space, and, and you have to do exactly that, by the way, you have to create the space. That's number one, because we've filled our days with busyness, especially as business people. It's no coincidence the word business just replace the I, and it becomes busyness. As business people and entrepreneurs, we fill our days, and we don't allow the space and the time for for me, for self, you know, to recharge ourselves positively. And the, you know, one of the best ways that you and I have found of doing that, of course, is cycling. But but in the morning, people get up. They go and walk the dog they walk around the block they go for a cycle i was on a webinar last week with 11 other really great entrepreneurs in, um, in kent and two of the guys there were saying one of the best things that they've done recently is join podcasts like this on the bike you know plug in the ears go for a quick cycle just half an hour a half an hour podcast and a cycle they come back and their mental state is completely changed and they feel energized and so that's part of the creating the space is to create that space to energize ourselves and when we can do that then that it can be very very powerful you and i have gone you know around the world we've been on some amazing trips together and with others and particularly the trip we did to thailand to go and just completely change our state go and do something you've never done before you know that can put you in a place of new thinking raise your energy levels and help you to realize what life is all about
1: I think now would be a really good time to share our story with regard to Thailand I was only speaking about our trip with my sister and I don't know if you know Simon but probably one to two years before we went to Thailand on our seven-day detox retreat where we didn't eat anything apart from water for seven whole days. I was telling my sister about this experience, but two years before we went off to Thailand, I was constantly going off to the doctors saying, doctor, I just don't feel right. My whole body feels like it's bloated all the time. I'm not digesting my food properly. I think it's because of my business stress. I'm so busy in business that the stress of it all is tightening my whole body up. And I need the space to go and free my mind. And I always remember about day three, I think it was, where my whole body settled down into a new way of thinking. The negative thought, and it I would like them not to come into my mind's eye, but they do, like I was saying before. Yeah. But I also have an awful lot of positive vibes. Normally when I go away, after about day three, day four, I lay awake for many hours while in a hotel room. And on this particular trip, I did lay awake. I wasn't eating for, like I say, three to four days. And my whole mind was so clear, so colourful, so bright. And I was thinking so creatively, it was a really, really beautiful place to be. We need to create the right space with the right environment to create the positive thinking that gives you the energy we need to fulfill the dreams of our lives so how was that trip for you Simon
0: oh it was the most amazing life-changing experience ever Michael to go all the way to Thailand to go on that fasting retreat you know and not it wasn't just about fasting but we were doing yoga and reiki and all sorts of other things but the most incredible thing about it was it was like the garden of eden wasn't it? it was paradise on earth and we were able to you know completely rest enter into a state of total rest and i i love your uh, example there or your description in particular of you know this beautiful world of creativity that you can get into when you create that space because that's the world of the subconscious and the subconscious mind is so powerful. You know, it connects directly with God. It gives you all the creativity. And it is a beautiful world, colourful, imaginative. Um, and, but, but we block it out by filling our conscious mind with busyness. And to come away and allow that busyness to disappear really uh, opens up the access to your subconscious mind and we explored a number of uh, a number of things didn't we uh, on that and experienced a number of different scenarios and it reminded us of the story that dr wayne dyer uh, used to tell around strawberry ice cream do you remember that story michael
1: i do indeed share it with the listeners simon
0: okay so dr wayne Dye describes these four states of consciousness if you imagine a bowl of strawberry ice cream your first state of consciousness says i would like a bowl of strawberry ice cream you sat there you start to picture it in your lap this delicious strawberry ice cream and you think oh i think i've got some of that in the freezer you get up you go to the freezer sure enough it's in there. And two minutes later, you are sat back down with your bowl of strawberry ice cream. And that's the first state of consciousness. You think of something and you go and either create it or do something about it. The second state is you're imagining this bowl of strawberry ice cream. Your partner walks in and you say, oh, hi, darling. You couldn't get me a bowl of strawberry ice cream, could you? Sure, they say. And off they go. And two minutes later you sat there with this bowl of strawberry ice cream as if by magic, you've had to do nothing about it. You've had to do nothing about it other than to think and to influence someone else to go and get it for you. And that's the power of us as entrepreneurs that we're where we have employees. We think of something, we influence them to go and do. The third state of consciousness is where it gets really interesting and, and I'm sure a lot of listeners will relate to this, but it, it doesn't happen that often. But when it does, you remember it because you don't tap into it often enough. And the third state of consciousness is you sat there thinking, I really want a bowl of strawberry ice cream. And you start thinking really hard about it because, you know, you don't have any in your freezer. I really, really, really want a bowl of strawberry ice cream. The next minute the doorbell rings. It's your neighbor. Oh, hi, Michael. Um, you don't happen to want any strawberry ice cream, do you? Because we're entering our, emptying our freezer and we've got all this strawberry ice cream left over. And you look at them as if to say, what a coincidence, because I really do want a bowl of strawberry ice cream right now. Is it a coincidence? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's not, actually, because you've created the energy field at this stage of subconsciousness is so incredible we can't fathom it we transmit we receive and and this has created that scenario it's like when someone phones you and you think wow that's incredible i was just thinking about that person but you were thinking deeply enough maybe you didn't realize that you were and it creates that subconscious state and finally the fourth which is an incredible state of subconsciousness is where you think I really 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 want a bowl of strawberry ice cream so much I know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm going to have this bowl of strawberry ice cream and sure enough it appears in your lap and that's called a miracle and very few people in life experience real miracles but they are there they do exist it's not airy fairy it's a state that we can move ourselves into
1: so do you think more people vibrate on a better frequency in order to receive these miracles more than others the people that can vibrate that can get themselves into that place that can create
0: the space in their lives to allow the energy of subconsciousness to really connect, then they can
1: influence things more more than we can believe, yeah? So, So does this subconsciousness happen normally when you're stressed or less stressed?
0: Yes, the answer is, they just do not happen at all when you're stressed because your stress makes your conscious mind so busy that you you just cannot access that level that you need to and that that whole process of meditation of reading of learning of creating space of resting moves you closer to your subconscious capability than if you fill your days with busyness.
1: So tell our listeners about the poncho experience oh. in silence. <laughs> and what exactly happens when your mind is in a state of relax, reflect, and recover. Mm. Yeah, well, I think on that trip,
0: you reached that state sooner than I did. I was maybe a day or so behind you. And on this particular day, when you had reached this state of total rest, creativity, I could almost see the sparks coming off your brain. It was incredible. But we decided to to escape, didn't we? Kind of over the wall of this camp because we were very not locked in, but it felt quite insular. So we hired a couple of mopeds to see the rest of the island around of Samui and around there. And as we left, I looked up at the heavens and there was this enormous black cloud on the horizon. And I said to you, Michael, I think we're going to need to take some wet gear because that does not look good. And we're in the tropics. (laughs) I remember. No, no, no! You said no problem. I will not get wet. So I'm sat there on my moped, thinking, "Well, this is going to be interesting because that's definitely heading our way." Off we went round the island, and we found this lovely bar on the beach, didn't we? And we sat there, and I'm like, "Michael, look at that thing! It's enormous. It's like a, a like a hurricane heading our way, and you you could feel the wind picking up." and you could see the sea changing color and you sat there. Well, it's no problem. I'm going not going to get wet anyway. I said, Michael, it is going to rain and we're going to get soaked. The heavens opened. It was torrential. Anybody that's been in the tropics, rain is not rain like we know in the UK, is it? It's like a bucket being poured out of the sky. And I said, we need to go because the roads will flood. We've got to get back, Michael. So my conscious mind is now starting to stress and panic. And you're like, no, it's no problem. Let's finish our drink. I'm not going to get wet. We were walking back towards the motorbikes, where we'd left the motorbikes, and the path splits. And I said, it's up this way. You said, no, it's not. It's it's to the left. I said, Michael, I remember we came this way. It's definitely over here. You said, no, 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 it's to the left. And by this point, I thought, I'm going to let him get on with it. So I carried on. You went to the left. I went up to the right. And my route was the longer route. <laughs> I came around the corner. And to my astonishment, you were stood by your bike, or quite close to it, where you were coming up to your bike. And you were wearing this pink poncho that completely covered you and was stopping you getting wet. And I'm like where have you got that from because we asked in the bar they said no they don't have any rain max they said there's a shop a couple of miles away that might sell rain max but at the end of the day you're going to get soaked and i was dripping wet and you were stood there in this pink poncho and you and what was it you said to me i I still to this day am thinking
1: how did he get that pink poncho to be honest i don't remember exactly what I said, but one thing I do know is thoughts become reality. I was completely convinced on this day that one, I was not going to get wet and two, I was going to have a poncho. And isn't it amazing? When you start vibrating, when you start seeing these things, They do show up. And I think I have an innate ability to draw this from the wider universe. And I know people probably are thinking, but there's nothing up there, Michael. It's all airy-fairy ideas. But this isn't the first time it's ever happened. I remember waiting for the bus many years ago, when I was waiting for the bus to take me to school. And by the time I got to my bus stop, most days, I thought to myself, as probably most of our listeners, I bet as I stand here waiting for the bus to go that way, one or more buses turn up on the other side of the road to go the opposite direction. And I was amazed. At how many times that happened. And I know we think it might be coincidental, but I'm really not sure. It is coincidental. I think there is a bigger thing vibrating. And if you vibrate with this bigger thing, the things you want in your life just start to show up. But you see, it takes more than just positive thinking and energy, and space. You need to be making the right actions. You need to be doing the right things with the right goals. And we've spoken about this before, Simon. Goals review, take action. And it's a cycle. And your thought become reality when you start vibrating with positive energy. But I just wanted to talk with you about the cycle of productivity now, because we need to build good thoughts into our and good routines into your life. What about the productivity that enables everything to turn out just right? Yes. So
0: I have a model for this, Michael. Um, uh, we call it the cycle of success or the cycle of productivity, and um, there are four key stages. It's, it's like a wheel that turns. And, but, but at the first stage, most people start at the first stage, uh, which is to plan. They have an idea, they get an idea, and we make a plan. OK, that is stage one. The next stage is we do. We take the action. We, we have a goal, and we start to implement that goal. For so many people, though, what happens is they go, they get another idea and they create another plan in their head and they start doing that and then they get another idea and they're just going from one to two, one to two, one to two. Not that many people make their way round to number three, which is complete. We call these people completer finishers. Yeah, they, they have an idea, they create a plan, they do it, they act upon it and they complete it before they get another idea but the challenge then is this is where we get busy because we create the idea we set the goal we do it we complete it we move quickly to the next goal set that goal create the plan do it complete it and and it becomes a that's a vicious circle what people lack and what we don't do enough of is to create number four yeah which is the space to reflect And in that reflection, we think about what went well with that. What didn't go so well? And and then what are some of the lessons that we can learn before we go to the next idea? Because those lessons will stand us in a better position to get even greater success. And so this is the cycle of productivity. And in fact, it starts at the last point there. It starts with reflecting. Thinking about what's gone well in your life, what's not gone so well, what are the lessons? Right. Armed with those lessons, I've got this great idea. Create the idea, create a plan based on the lessons, go and implement and do it, complete it, then reflect again. And this constant reflection drives continuous improvement in our business and in ourselves.
1: And I think that is a perfect place to stop right there. And let's talk about the cycle of productivity on our very next m monthly podcast show, where we're going to speak in greater depth about the four different levels of productivity. I'm looking forward to it, Michael, and I look forward to joining all you listeners at that time. And on that note, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time, where we are going to be speaking about the cycle of productivity in the MS Monthly Podcast Show. Thank you.